Hi all, it's Dawn of the Dan here. I'm doing something a little bit different tonight. Um, last podcast episode, uh, I spoke briefly about Path of Exile, and um, I didn't really go in depth about my thoughts, feelings, and where it sits versus probably its closest competitor with Diablo 3. Um, so what I've decided to do is to do a um, detailed breakdown of the pros and cons um, of both of these games. Um, to be able to give people a bit better idea of the differences between the two. Um, so what this comes down to at the end of the day, which one should you play? So um, basically Diablo 3 released in 2012 and it's probably one of the, well it's not probably, it is the top, the third most um, copy sold made for PC game of all time. The only two games to outstrip it are PUBG and Minecraft. It took the traditionally niche action RPG genre and made it a mainstream with some very simplification, uh, clever simplifications of some of the mechanics. It turned off a lot of the hardcore Diablo 2 fans as a result, but it was a conscious design decision um, to make the game more accessible to a much wider audience. Path of Exile released in about 2013 and is probably one of the most successful indie games of all time outside of Minecraft. Um, from a tiny studio, um, they're a New Zealand studio from memory, um, and they were acquired by Tencent, which is a um, big Chinese game company. And with their involvement, they're able to grow their presence in China. And because they use a much more freemium model than Diablo 3, Diablo 3 runs on a pay once and forget model, um, it's a fair bit better supported. Um, so there's a whole bunch of games that have been out there trying to dethrone Blizzard with Diablo and um, Path of Exile is probably the one that's came closest, um, even though they both cater to different markets within the action RPG genre. Um, so I'll do a bit of a breakdown on each of the different sections of the game and which one of the games I think does it better. So overall, overall we have uh, graphics and sound. Um, for me, this area is a bit of a tie. Um, so graphically, both games are a little bit different. Diablo 3 is a little bit more sprite-based cartoony, where Path of Exile is a bit darker and um, hardcore. Um, but um, they look good for their age. You know, Both these games are coming on seven, eight years old now, and they still look pretty good and fresh. Um, so some of Path of Exile's outdoor maps with their water effects are absolutely unreal. Uh, yet Diablo 3 has that blizzard attention to detail on background animations and everything that they do. Um, Sound-wise, Diablo 3 probably doesn't have the same iconic soundtrack that Path of Exile's background music does. Um, I find PoE's is a little bit more epic in the way it sounds. Um, but overall, you can take one, one or the other based on your personal taste. Um, they're both pretty much equal. Okay, so moving on, we have combat. Um, I think Diablo 3 edges uh, edges the win in this department. Um, it's the, a far more twitchy game. Um, basically, you can increase the contact difficulty to match your character's strength. The gameplay is also much more cooldown and rotation based. It feels closer to a traditional DPS race, like inside of a raid, in that every cooldown is crucial and you're managing cooldowns and trying to keep skills uptime up to maximum. Um, so if you, you will lose a big chunk of your damage and or defense if you let one of these go out, cooldown, etc. Um, 
Melee builds also much uh, stronger currently in Diablo 3 than Path of Exile, so you have to be much more twitchy on dodging floor effects when fighting elites while managing your cooldown. Um, and the Greater Rifts are a time-based event. They require speed play, so the whole pace of the game is a lot faster than pa um, Path of Exile. Um, so Path of Exile, the combat, you've got to plan your build ahead. Um, you've got to... Um, a lot of your skills are spell-based or gem-based, um, so, and they can be set and forgets. So you can reserve those skills already, so you've already cast them, and you pretty much go into battle just um, using your main attack. Um, so um, outside of flask usage and a few other things, there's not that much going on, um, worrying about resetting skills and whatever, because they're just sort of all being automatically set by your socket, uh, by your gems. Um, so it's a lot passive play style um, overall than say what you get in Diablo 3. Um, Alright, so itemization. I believe Path of Exile edges this one out. Um, so Diablo 3 is based around set bonuses and gear. If you don't have the six piece set bonus, um, you pretty much struggle to play that build. Um, this was consciously done to make the player choices simpler. Um, um, you've still got the other slots, your amulets, your belts, your rings, and a couple of weapons, and um, can ice cube the slots and all that sort of stuff. Um, but you will be generally basing your builds around an armor set or a weapon set. And then from there, you all you're doing is re-rolling those items or looking for a more powerful version of that set to be able to increase your build's power creep. Um, there's still enough min-max and complexity there for most players overall. And you need to, you still need to cap your set, your stats like cooldown reduction. But um, there was a bit of sacrifice there around depth and richness to make it easier to absorb for the less hardcore players. Path of Exile, on the other hand, is dominated by rare items with an infinite number of prefix and suffixes. Um, there's a, a lot going on around items in this game. Uh, the ceiling of how powerful an item get is extremely high compared to Diablo 3 and therefore it's also much more difficult to get. Uh, you throw in the hundreds of prefix suffix um, that are the combinations that are available. Um, so there's a lot of time you've got to spend researching and building and crafting and recrafting um, to be able to um, get the best or close to the best sort of uh, gear in that. All right, so class design and balance. Um, I would say Diablo 3 edges out in this department. Uh, classes in Diablo are very distinct, and Blizzard has um, every class its own set, its own skills, talents, and items. And there's not much gear that's shared across the classes. So by changing the number of zeros, on um, uh, they have more or less forced every class to be within 10% of each other. Greater Rift solo ceiling. Um, there's a couple of meta builds that can push higher, but everywhere, you know, most classes are going to be sitting within 10 to 20 levels of each other. Um, so the focus on hitting the greater higher rift levels and the free respects, the builds are much more optimized um, with just probably a 5 to 10% skill choices between the top players of the same build. Um, but in Path of Exile, um, every class shares the same gigantic skill tree, skill gems and items. So you don't have as many or if any unique items that are class based. Um, you generally in this game the class just defines your starting position in your skill tree so it's easier to access certain skills, passive skills than others depending on where you start. Um, 
excuse me, the only real difference between the classes is the ascendancy paths um, that you get. Um, that's the only real defining factor that makes one class stand out from another class. Um, so what you get is though is that your builds tend to have a lot um, more same same feel to them. Um, they, the fact that classes they share the same tree, uh, everyone can use the same skills, same items, same gems, same armor. Um, yeah, you can be running a um, the Templar or a witch, and you can build them almost to be the, the same thing by the end of the game if you so desire. So there's you lost, lose a little bit of uniqueness. Um, whereas in Diablo, yeah, the monk is distinctly different to the wizard, um, so on and so forth. So um, yeah, all right. So trading and economy. Um, this is probably Path of Exile's strongest point. Um, and its biggest advantage in addiction over Diablo 3 is, is its trading. Um, Diablo 3 shipped with a, or not long after, sh uh, after shipping, come out, it had an auction house, but it was an absolute disaster. Um, so Blizzard quickly pulled it back out of the game. Um, so it's one of the few games I've played where you can trade absolutely everything that you pick up within the game and there's no character bound items so everything you can trade everything that you pick up so these things are all about making decisions so you've got to make work how much it's worth to another player of a build that you may not have know anything about um, and how much um, you know do I want to sell it for the same price I need to go buy a bit of kit should I sell it for that price or can I get more for it? There's a lot of stuff around this trading market. And um, they come out to be some of the more satisfying decisions you'll ever make. And because of the diversity and the almost infinite number of rolls you can get on your items, um, it's the sky's the limit, really. Um, you can spend hours scaring the trade market looking for a piece of your next piece of armor or your next weapon. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so, probably Blizzard's biggest mistake was to close the auction house. Um, it had a few problems. Um, using real money was probably a bad thing. Uh, but Diablo 3 all round when it shipped was having a few problems. And uh, so they sort of crap, um, crap, scrapped the auction house and bought out Loot 2.0, 2 which was essentially Blizzard waving the white flag for the closing of the auction house, but making still making good items available for everybody. Um, so, with yeah. uh, so the end game content, I haven't spent probably more time in Diablo three than Path of Exile on this. But uh, once again, I think Path of Exile edges it out because of its robust economy. Um, it has many more ways to make in game currency, and that in game currency you can make your character more powerful instead of just having to grind material. Um, so you can go sell items and work in the trade market to get stronger, not just grind rifts endlessly trying to hopefully you get an item to drop. Um, you can, yeah, um, yeah. So basically, um, with uh, map modifiers, the delving, um, and a few other things, there's a fair bit more going on in the end game um, than just running greater rifts and trying to push your rift um, clear times. Um, at core it's still kill stuff get stuff uh, it's just poe has a bit more variety a little bit more relaxed combat it's a bit easy to sit there and churn away the hours on the in the end game 
But the advantage of greater rifts uh, is that you're guaranteed random tile sets, enemy bosses every single time, and you get some. And the guardians, um, yeah, they kind of get old. You'd have to, yeah, so and so forth. So. I like the challenge with greater rifts, I like the design, I like the speed, and everything else like that, but for Diablo 3 that's about all there is in the end game, whereas Path of Exile's got a much more diverse uh, amount of content. Alright, so uh, multiplayer, um, this is probably Diablo 3's biggest advantage, I haven't played much PoE multiplayer, but it could have just been the instances that I was playing in, but it was janky. Whereas most of my games in Diablo 3 and I've been had to join the European lobbies and whatnot, um, it's always been pretty smooth experience. Um, you can be running rifts, carrying newbies, or um, leeching from uh, with your paragon levels. But it's generally a good, a good favourable experience. Um, it's not laggy, it's not glitchy, um, so on and so forth, um, so on and so forth. So I think yeah, Diablo. That's one of Diablo's strengths. And um, so for overall community, I think Path of Exile edges the Diablo community out. Um, I think in its heyday, Diablo 3 probably had a better community. But um, due to the fact that you know, Diablo 3 has essentially been in maintenance mode for a few years now, There's the, they scrapped the extra DLC plans. We only had Rise of the Necromancer, I think it was, in Diablo 3. Um, and it's Basically, yeah, they've already indicated there's nothing more coming out for it. It's been a maintenance mode, no new content. So the community that is there, while there's some fantastic people in there, it's slowly dwindling away. Um, people are moving on just due to lack of content. Uh, the POE communities, there's a lot of fan-based sites, um, you know, the trading sites where you can go look up at items and see what they're worth. Uh, you've got path of building sites, so you can sit there and theory craft builds and um, so on, and the uh, POE Ninja site, which has um, um, got you basically a list of all the sort of meta builds going on at the moment in the game. Um, like the path building site, for example, you can spend as much time in their theory crafting uh, as you do playing the game. You can just play around and see what different branches and choices and how they would affect a character. All right, so overall, that's sort of. Um, probably the only other thing would be Diablo's loot system um, it's probably a little bit more um, rewarding for time given um, so you know that basically you run a couple of greater risk per bed you're probably going to get some you're going to level up a bit you're going to get a few minor upgrades you're going to get a couple of gems you can do this do that um, it always feels like you're progressing and you might you know you might fluke it and get a bit of you know an ancient primal bit of kit to be able to boost or upgrade another thing. Um, and this is one of the things inside this is this genre. Um, looter shooters suffer this as well, is that you've got to make the time spent feel rewarding. Um, even if the gain is only, by the end game, it's only a tiny little it's a tiny little step, there's still that feeling of pro uh, pro um, progress. Um, POE, on the other hand, um, I find that the reward for time is it diminishes the higher the level you get you get gear that suits your socket layout and it takes a lot to be able to replace that gear and upgrade it um, as such um, so yeah yeah it, for me I, the loot feedback is much better inside Diablo
All right, so in concluding, um, yeah, as I said, overall, for me, this um, Diablo 3 is already in maintenance mode. Blizzard's indicated this. There's no future content plan. Developers will be more engracing, uh, aggressive in shaking up the meta results. So the last few seasons we've seen, um, the stuff is easy to get. Um, there's the, they're reducing the grind involved in the seasonal content to try and bring players back, maybe get a few, capture a few new players. Um, but it also that's a two-sided sword because the guys that are stuck with it like the grind and like it, and the easier you make it, the less invested they become in the game, and the more chances they are likely to move on. So. Um, a bit of a double-edged sword there for Blizzard. Um, so Path of Exile will still continue to get fresh content, um, basically with Tencent funding for at least a few more years. Um, the outside of a drastic shuffle which sacrifices its core supporters, the upside is limited because the game is, is probably too hardcore for a lot of casual players really to truly immerse themselves into. There's, um, there is a fair bit of time to require out of the game to understand the economies, activities, and the build strategies within the game. Um, so it's not just something you just jump into and blunder your way through. Uh, there's a fair bit of planning and thought you have to put into the game as well. Um, so overall, both games have their charms, both solid time investments and highly enjoyable. Um, for me, if you wish to play a more accessible action RPG, Diablo 3 is a good choice. If you love grind, the grind, complex system, and a more hardcore, a hardcore approach to your ARPGs, then Path of Exile is for you. Um, so um, Diablo and its expansion are available for about 30 bucks on average. You pick it up pretty cheap nowadays, and Path of Exile is free to play forever. Though there are a couple of, if you're going to get serious about it, there's a few quality of life upgrades uh, available as microtransactions that are worth throwing a little bit of coin at. You're probably about 12 bucks out of pocket. So hopefully. You know that sort of steers you one direction or another which which way you think you want to go with this kind of game all right you can find me at dawn of dan on twitter instagram and twitch with that i'll see you later bye